find us on Facebook, email us at headtoheadpinball at gmail.com or go to our website at headtoheadpinball.com. Welcome everybody to the Head to Head Pinball Podcast. This is episode 78 and my name's Martin and with me... Stacey B. <laughs> How are you, Stacey? You're joining us again. I am joining you again. It's my second and a half appearance on the show. Yeah, it is indeed. Welcome back. Um, and so, apologies everyone, we obviously ha- had a week off and Ryan is going to be having a couple of weeks off. Um, we've always said that other things will take priority over the podcast, uh, including family. So, um, he'll be back in a few weeks. Uh, and in the meantime, we're going to have some guest presenters and guest co-hosts each week. And this week, none other than Stacey Borg. Excellent. And, and Stacey, we have a crap ton of news to get through because we've obviously got two weeks of news. We do indeed. And really, the, the pinball world doesn't just stop because, I mean, we'd like it to, but it doesn't stop just because we've had a week off. If they're going to stop for anyone, they'd probably stop for well, us. Well, it would be for us, but mm, not to be. Not this week. No. So, the first news item we're going to go through, we're actually going to rip off somebody else's story. Do you mind if we do that? No, it's pretty much uh, par for the course, isn't it? <laughs> pretty much. It's pretty much what this whole podcast has been based on. Anyway, so, for those people that haven't listened, uh, the Pinball News and Pinball Magazine podcast... Give it a listen. They're great. So, uh, Martin and Jonathan uh, put that out. And they've just had an episode that came out well, probably in the last 24 hours, I'd say. Um, and they had Jersey Jack on. Now, he was at the, I think it's called the EAG Expo or something. It's in the UK. Um, and he was over there. And Martin and Jonathan managed to pull him aside and have a bit of a chat with him. And... We got some really interesting information. So, what we'd already heard was that... Well, we, we'd heard this tip-off that there was going to be two Jersey Jack machines revealed this year. Two? Two. Now, which I thought might have been... I don't know. You, you just... Oh, we've said many times, you know, we get so much information. It's hard to know what's real and what's not. We so, didn't extract this information out of Jack when we uh, grilled him at a flip-out. So. No, no. And, and in fact, I think with their, with their interview of him, and, and honestly, I do recommend, and we'll, we'll link it in the show notes, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, some questions he was really cagey answering, others he just answered. So, it was, yeah. it was really interesting. It wasn't, it wasn't sort of like a formula where it worked or it didn't. It was just kind of random. But one of the things that he did say was, indeed... There are going to be two machines uh, revealed this year. Wow. I know. And he said the first one will be a Pat Lawler machine. Mm-hmm. And the second one will be the second release from... Eric? Eric. It will mm. be Eric. So, we... Look, again, we don't know what machines they are, but money is on Willy Wonka. Now, would you be interested in a Willy Wonka pinball machine, Stacey? I think that would be a pretty damn fine theme for a pinball machine. Would you want it to be narrow, like standard body or wide body? Oh, there's so much content. It would have to be wide body, wouldn't it? Well, the rumours are that it's going to be standard or narrow body. And, Mm. and, And I don't know whether it was actually said in exactly those words, but 
it was along the lines of Pat prefers standard bodies. So it was kind of inferred that it will be. Okay. So, and, and everyone has said Willy Wonka. Now, I remember a couple of years ago, I was tipped off by a very, very reliable source that Pat's next machine was going to be Toy Story. Hmm. So, if Does that suggest that the Toy Story is not the second machine? That's... Ah, Stacey, that is exactly what I'm suggesting, is that if it's not Toy Story, because he could work on it, you know, in tandem. Could, but that's not normally how it's done, is it? <laughs> well, I don't... I, I, I that would we say, know of, I mean. Well, that we know of, because we're, we're obviously not designers, right? But, I don't know. I mean, I would say that, they would, that these designers would have maybe a couple of designs that they're sort of knocking around until they go, okay, this one's fleshed out enough. Let's go deeper into this one. So maybe that was the case. He did have a couple of layouts or, you know what, maybe he did have a layout for Toy Story and they've gone, okay, it's now Willy Wonka. I don't know. But if it's not Toy Story, the only other game that I've heard of that has got Josie Jack's name associated with it is Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses. So, let's just ponder that for a moment. Eric Minier doing Guns N' Roses. Could he do it? Have we confirmed something? Are we going to Oktoberfest again, like we did last year, where we, <laughs> we revealed that just with a bit of Maybe. speculation? Maybe. Um, do we need another Guns N' Roses machine, Stacey? Do we need? We don't need, no. But would we like? Yeah, uh, that, that could work. Have, have, I don't know. Has, has Guns N' Roses still got the same pool that they had back when the original Data East came out? No, they don't have the same brand cachet. Obviously, it's what you're going to say, right? Yeah, it's a weird one. It, it is a weird one. However, I don't know, if you think about the ingredients that go into a lot of successful, let's call them, you know, rock band or music yep. pins, right? Sure. The ingredients are, okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Rock music. Yep. They've got that. Right. You know, okay, good. You're going with me on this. So that ticks that box. Uh, great art. Definitely. Plenty of options. Yeah, right. Writers. You know what I mean? Um, then you've just got sort of layouts and rules, right? So mm-hmm. that that's the unknown, but, you know. It doesn't really matter what the band's currently doing, does it? I mean, we've had Aerosmith didn't have a revival when that machine came. No, that's exactly right. And people are still screaming for a Led Zeppelin machine. Right. Right? What What was their last hit that they had? Uh, I don't know. It probably went for about 15 minutes. Yeah, but... it probably was. I, I, don't, I don't know, obviously, that much about Led Zeppelin. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I think that I, it's not for me. Like, I, I don't care that much about Guns N' Roses. But I still think it could make for a good machine. Absolutely. But... but you know, is it just because it's a Guns N' Roses machine, all of a sudden it's going to instantly sell because there's rabid fans out there? I think that's kind of the point you were saying before. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure that that market exists anymore. I don't know. But I don't, yeah, I really don't know. Mm, okay. Well, anyway, we, we are purely speculating and we love that. Um, so what we have heard, we believe that um, Willy Wonka will be announced at TPF. He didn't really say that. He sort of said, Jersey Jack said, we will announce it when it's ready. But mm-hmm. other people have said TPF. 
Right. Well, that's pretty close. It is only... Well, about six weeks, isn't about it? six or weeks, something like that. that. Maybe eight weeks, seven, mm. seven or eight weeks. So, uh, I have booked my flights. I am definitely going. So, I Excellent. hope, hope I get to meet people there. Um, the other piece of news that he talked about, um, he sort of uh, early on in the interview said that they've expanded their distributors, and he then yeah. elaborated and said Bandai Namco are going to be the distributor. First of all, he said in Japan, but then he said in Asia. Okay. Now. You would know Bandai and you would know Namco because absolutely. For those, for, yeah, so for those people that don't know Stacey Borg as well as I do, um, not only is he into pinball, but into retro gaming as well, Indeed. right? So In the world of Tekken, correct, right? So Namco, Tekken, all those other games, all those other probably games. Galaga, plenty of, plenty probably of the older, yeah, plenty of the older games now, too. Yeah. When I saw Bandai, I don't know Bandai all that well, but do you remember the Bandai Wonderswan? Absolutely. Yeah, there right? Yeah. Wonder Borg attachment as well. We, right. uh, we often display that at PAX. So. That's right. So so Bandai is a, a gaming company and Namco is a gaming company. So they are big. They've been, they've been together for a fair number of years now too. They've yeah, moved, correct. So. So, so they're distributing in, in Asia. So, you know, he was asked the question, you know, would you, um, you know, make a, a Japanese or Asian sort of style or themed pinball machine. He was kind of like, you know, never say never kind of answer. Um, But, you know, pinball is still big in Japan. I don't know. Maybe it's a good thing. Big enough enough to, like, take on its own theme. I don't know if that market... (laughs) That market business side makes sense. That's what we don't know. We don't know how big it is. That's what those guys are good at knowing, so... That's exactly right. All right, so that was Jersey Jack. What's our next news piece? Oh, it looks like uh, something's bit of news came out about Highway. We didn't really expect to see anything coming from, from the Highway <laughs> really archives, didn't. did we? No. It's, well, it's not even hover, hovercraft related. <laughs> kind of interesting. Hydrofoil? Hydrofoil, sorry, I apologise. <laughs> the wrong sort of... Uh, Starts with H. Highway, hydrofoil, highway... Hoverboard? He, he probably did pitch the idea for a hoverboard. <laughs> probably he's, did. He's probably... So, so what, what was the news that we got about Highway this week? Well, they seem to have released uh, uh, some information about an Angry Birds pitch that they'd, they'd gone for a few years back uh, that sadly didn't get up, it looks like. <laughs> it really didn't. No, did not, but I mean, and you know, the pitch... I'm not a marketing person myself. You're probably more into the marketing side of things, but it's not a great pitch, really. There's a lot of problems with the uh, the layout and the fonts and the, the but, but they've got some ideas on there that they seem to have sort of a whitewood layout. I don't know if it's real or if it's a mock-up. Looks pretty real to me, um, with a bunch of sort of interesting bits and pieces on it. Uh, pop-up pig pop bumpers, a slingshot, sort of symmetrical two-way ramp. And some cool castles that spin up and down and, and go out into the play field. So a lot of cool, innovative ideas on there. Could Highway pull that off? I really am not Well, no, sure they couldn't pull off the two games that they had in production. That, this is true. So, so. Uh, and, I mean, yeah, pop, pop bumpers in the position of slings, post-pasting. Not, yeah, not even, no. So. It's, it's, a big, it's a big miss. Um, when I first looked at it, I just went, it, it looks like a child's toy. Yeah. Um, the more I looked at it, I thought, okay, 
it's interesting. I think that they've tried for some innovations yeah. on the play field. I, I think those castles look, or the towers look like the most innovative part of it. I mean, multi-level targets that sort of reveal themselves together. It's similar to sort of Doctor Who. Correct. Uh, mech, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, and and it's got that spinning element like uh, like Theatre of Magic, I suppose. So not completely new, but interesting. Um, yeah. But then if you and then the other thing I noticed looking at it today, they talk about a deluxe model that would have had a forty-six inch screen. P three, anyone? Oh really? Oh, on the actual playfield. Yeah, they talk about a deluxe. So yeah, normally the highways have that little LCD screen in there, but. Yeah, they're talking about a talk about a deluxe model that would have had forty six inch screen, so that effectively would have been the whole playfield, pretty much, right? Well, uh, oh yeah, does it does it say that it was going to be in the actual playfield? Because what you got to remember is early days with Highway, they didn't have a screen in the back glass at all. Remember, they yeah. only had the small one, so maybe it was you know the deluxe had the screen up on the back. But no, I'll, I'll read, I'll quote, I'll quote it. the flyer. On the deluxe model, the graphics are superimposed right over the action by a 46-inch transparent screen. I can't see how that's anything other than on the play field. Okay. But that sounds like it, I guess. So, I mean, again, doing that without having the interactions. At P- I mean, P3's got ball tracking. I don't think they would have introduced that at Highway. They would probably wouldn't have been able to, really. No. Um, but that could have been interesting. I mean, you know... Being able to integrate, they, they talk about integrating the, the digital and the physical, and it's not really clear how they were doing that from this pitch. So it's not that surprising that it got knocked back, really. Yeah, um, I, I don't think it's at this. You know, you mentioned P three. I don't think this is pinbally enough. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, for sure. There, there's. There's a different possible market for that, I think. Um, and it's, I don't think it's the traditional pinball market. Mm. It's the, yeah, the elements of that physical nature are great, but it's, it's, you know, it's not going to be a tournament game. It's, it's, it's got that different... It sort of feels more at home in those arcade settings, mm. possibly. Yeah. Uh, ticket redemption type, type situation, so... Yeah, okay. Well, look, I, I, I am not... I am not an expert marketer. I do work for a sales and marketing company, and I am in marketing. I will just never say that I'm an expert. <laughs> um, but but I'm not going to go into too much detail, but I just want to read the front pitch. Angry Birds, the franchise powerhouse of the current video gaming generation. Like, that's showing how old it is, right? Yep. Um, the worldwide Rovio Trailblazer has steadily redefined casual gaming since late 2009 with over a billion downloads across numerous platforms and a multitude of tie-in merchandising. Pinball, the pop culture icon that's making a big comeback. Real mechanical pinball delivers a unique experience of player versus machine. Often mimicked, but never beaten. It's a challenge of skill, coordination, and flipper dexterity. <laughs> I just flip That is recognised universally. Let's not forget that. <laughs> it is. With a Everybody huge dedicated following spanning the globe. And then when you put them together, Stacey. <laughs> but, the, but yes, they, what, what, is, what happens? It creates a brand new kind of instant appeal challenge. A, a seamless s- integration of the physical and the digital. 
With the elements I mean, of both in a fresh it's new awful. style and form not seen before. Mm. It's just all talk. There's no... It's... None, of, none of the things they present after that. No, that's right. So... That's so. exactly right. So, I, so I think that why this is... I think this is why this is interesting is because people have sort of... There's been rumours about an Angry Birds pinball machine over the years... This is evidence to show that somebody was going for the license and maybe Rovio or Revio, I don't know how you pronounce their name. I think Rovio is correct. Rovio, cool. Um, maybe they went to one of those license expo type things and have put themselves out there to say, do an Angry Birds machine. But I think really the interesting thing here is this is a really interesting look at highway and how they positioned them, not, not just how they positioned themselves as a company, but who they were as a company. Just amateurish. Yeah. Is, is, yeah, is it that what you're getting the mark from that? In is a it? number of ways, in terms of real pinball, it's just, yeah, the, the, wrong, the wrong ideas. They, yeah. Yeah, they, they brought out, their first machine came out, and if, if any real pinball player had played that before it came out, I, I'd, I'd highly doubt that. Mm. There's just no way. They, they missed on so many fronts. I know. Um, the only the only flip side to this, I'll say, is, you know, everybody, for years, we've been saying we've got to get the, the new generation, the next generation yeah. into pinball. Yeah. If this was in an arcade, mm-hmm. do you think this would attract more kids putting money into it than, let's say, Iron Maiden? Oh, it would have to, right? Right, right. Absolutely, but that—that's not it's, the point. It's, it's not the best. It's not the best game to be bringing out now. We don't know when this pitch sort of came out, but there are much bigger sort of mobile games they could target now. Um, but yeah, for sure, like you know, parents aren't going to be giving their kids money to play Iron Maiden. <laughs> that's for sure. Or, or like even Monsters, right? Like a, a even, more family friendly. Like this yeah. would still earn more than Monsters. Yeah, but for sure. There's not a lot of money to be made on sighted pinball machines unless you are a barcade, right? Yep. And you wouldn't put an Angry Birds machine in a barcade like this, nah. So, swing and a miss, guys. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> speaking, speaking of swinging and missing. Dutch pinball. pinball. I know. So, they have sent out a uh, another newsletter to everybody. Would you like to read this out, Stacey? Okay. Especially um, the Dutch bit. I actually yeah, want you to... I you were going to... I'll try. I'll go, give it a go. every single Dutch person. Okay. okay. Dear whoever is concerned, we found out that lawsuits take a lot of time in the Netherlands. The story with ARA goes on and on and is still not finished. Here's a recap of what happened. We, Barry, Yap and our attorney were invited to a court hearing on December 5th, and this week we met with ARA in the courtroom, and we both could tell our side of the situation. This week we received a temporary verdict. It says that the court advises ARA and us to sit down and discuss to see if we can come to an agreement. Here we go, here we go. (laughs) Okay, this is in Dutch, so I I apologise to anyone who is Dutch. (laughs) (laughs) Don't in... Is a man like a freakling, Van Hun, some working 
Dick Coleman. Now, I'm not going to do any more than that. No, I, I, <laughs> I, I implore you not to do any more, <laughs> but I am going to tell you that that sounded way more authentic than I thought it was going to, and far better than what I was going to say. So, I'll right. do the... So, I actually, because when I got sent this, it wasn't the email, I got a screen grab. So, All I right. actually typed every single letter into Google Translate. Excellent. And it says... To achieve a joint settlement of their cooperation, the court wishes to expressly request the parties to do so and provide the opportunity before a final decision is made. Okay, so now you can continue. Okay, our next steps will be to investigate if we can come to a settlement. We hope you understand that we can't give any more details. As soon as we have a final verdict or a solution, we will let you know. We never realised that we would end up in a courtroom when we started to design the most beautiful pinball machine, and we are sorry that we dragged you into this situation. We are very, very grateful for your continuous support. If we have any news that we can share, we will let you know. Regards, Barry and Yap. So, and what's really interesting is that like, sort of people just went, oh, that's a bit of a cop-out, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, here's... Um, I, again... I'm not the the world's biggest expert when it comes to courtroom dramas, and sure, I could probably watch more TV shows, but <laughs> I have had experience in a courtroom. Yep. And it was a business-related uh, problem. Okay. And we were ordered by the judge to mediate first. Right. Because of a couple of reasons. Um, the main one is because if you don't mediate and it's in the hands of the court, then it is out of your control. You yeah, actually sure. don't have any control left and whatever the decision is, that's done. So, yep. they're sort of giving you an opportunity to say, well, you two talk whilst you are still in control. Mm-hmm. If you cannot agree, then we take the control out, right? Yeah, which makes sense. Right. It's a very adult way to go about it, isn't it? It, it, it is, but if... You know, if both sides are, you know, blaming each other and... If you're at that point, the likelihood of an outcome is pretty small, I guess, isn't it? Correct. Correct. And maybe it was, you know, I don't know, Barry and Yap said, you know, we'll see you in court. ARA's (laughs) like, we'll see you in court. And, you know, there was lawyers' letters going, we'll all see you in court, right? And the court said, guys, just fucking talk. Just... (laughs) Like, actually talk to each other. Maybe you'll actually find something. Because I like to think it was Judge Judy that was the <laughs> yes, Probably. Because here's, here's the part two of that. Once it's then in the court's hands, they've got to then go through a really, really messy process. Right? They've got to go through, you know, evidence and paperwork and statements and the, the the judge is probably sitting there going, for fucking pinball? Are you kidding me? Are they still even making those things? And probably for the amount of money, they're going, yeah. hang on. Uh, at two o'clock, I've got one where $50 billion are at stake. <laughs> and you guys are squabbling over a million dollars or whatever yeah. it is. And, that, and that's what it is because... The process you've got to go through is very complicated, it's time-consuming, it's arduous, it's all that kind of stuff. And they're probably looking at going, for this amount of money, just fucking talk to each other first. Yeah, correct. And once you've spoken, if you can't agree, then come back. Yeah. 
So that, that that was interesting. In fact, they they said that you know the court advises ARA and us to sit down and discuss to see if we can come to an agreement. So that's not uncommon. Happens a lot. A lot. Normally, you either don't hear about a court case because mediations happen and they've come to agreement, or it then goes to court and you hear about the verdict. So the problem here is they keep telling us what's going on. Mm. Just let it. Just sort it out. Just sort it out, guys. Either give us the machines or not. I don't know. I, I like the part where they're thanking everybody for their continuous support. Is is that? Are they getting any support from anyone, really? Are they? I don't know. I don't I know. Don't know. Um, but I will say there is actually good side of this email, and that is that they've said that Yarp's cancer is gone. The radiation chemotherapy was successful, and Yarp's now working on his recovery. So... That's- that is actually, and, and that's what we've got to remember, you know, we are being a bit harsh towards Dutch because, you know, we both know Lucas and we want him yep. to get his machine right. So, we're, we're dirty people. on you guys. We're dirty on you guys for that. But we're a company and they're still people. Correct. So, there you go. Uh, so, also, uh, in the last couple of weeks, there's been some code, Stacey. Code? Code. What? You know, hashtag. So code. There's actually been quite a lot, hasn't there? Has. What can you tell me about uh, lot, the code? Of, tell you all about the code that I have poured over <laughs> continuously for the last couple of weeks. Uh, no, so we'll just tell you the uh, first. We'll tell you the games that have had uh, updates. So we'll go with Wonelli, Pepscan, Crusher, and Primus. They've all got differently numbered code, but they probably had the same sort probably of. Probably safe to say that they're all got similar changes. Yep. Um, I have not gone through those unfortunately but well done yeah there's always there's always things you can improve on even even uh even those sort of simple games i'm sure they've nailed out a few bugs or added some features here and there so that's that's good for those owners of those machines uh monsters is an interesting one so that's at 0.91 code now uh again being from australia we haven't really had a much to do with monsters yet obviously we've seen a lot of interest, uh, a few streams and this and that about the game. Um, yeah, so what have they done yeah, in Monsters? Yeah, look, and that, that I've said this before that I kind of like the update experience. Um, yep. And I think some there was actually been some people that have agreed with me as well because you know I get I get sick of machines really quickly. Hence why sure. Iron Maiden's gone right. I, I, I just I, I had my peace with it and it, and it's yep. gone. Fair um, but it, if that was getting like major revisions every three or four months, I would it just keeps it keeps the magic going. It does, it, it does yeah. because it changes it and updates it and keeps yep. it fresh. So there yeah, you go. so but there are a few things they've fixed. There's they've added a secret mode. It looks like you need a code and you need to find that. So that's something for for uh, people to play around with. Well, uh, I think there's a f- uh, Franchi flipper code as well. Possibly. There he said. Go. He said it was CF five or maybe CF three, something, something like that. And yeah, if you knew what that meant, then you could get to his flipper well, code. But it, I, isn't it like flipper codes? Like you put the flippers together, and then right. C would be one, two, three on the one, left, yeah. and then F would be Six on the right, right, and then three on the left. Okay, maybe that's it. there. You go. So, try, try that out. You've try that out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how these flipper codes work. But, you'll probably you know, see some hexagons. We probably will, and you'll probably see... Look, there'll be a head-to-head flipper code surely coming up soon. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. make it happen, all my friends at Stern. <laughs> yeah, but there's very, very few little 
changes. You expect this in an early uh, release. You know, they're starting to get information from people playing, so they're going to start adjusting bits and bobs. But it, from what I've seen, it looks like it's pretty pretty well set up. And it's what Stern's doing now. They're getting pretty close to final code on release, which is great. Um, so, yeah, so we'll really, I think we need to see the machine here before we can comment too much on what's going on with code, really. Okay, well, then, I know that we had this sort of later in the um, show notes, but let's stop on this one right now, then. Okay. Munster's code. So, when it oh. first came out, right? <laughs> <laughs> You poor thing. You really took one for the team this week. Um, So, when Munsters came out, um, you know, we had Dwight on the show. We've all seen, um, you know, the dead flip stream of it. And and basically, what he said is, I want to go for a more simple rule set. And that's what he did. And everyone went, hooray! Did everybody go (laughs) hooray? I don't think think they did, unfortunately. I, I think... Everybody did at first. Right. And then I think people started playing it. Mm-hmm. And you did some such good investigative journalism for oh, us. Absolutely. I went full out. I you went really all my undercover here, right? Called, absolutely. All of my contacts. Uh, Google. Search, yep. mostly. Yep. Went to Pinside. And you went to Pinside. It's really what happened. Yeah, code. And, yeah, look, I didn't read too much. But, you know, as you know, you don't really need to read too much to know what's going on. Uh, a lot of people complaining that oh, it's really easy code. You know, you can get through everything and, and the game's over. Okay. That's a very strange way of thinking about it. Well, it's like, well done. Machine. You are an amazing pinball player. Yes, absolutely. Right? You know... Congratulations! Congratulations! Well done! You've 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 finished it because that's mm. that's why we get pinball machines to finish them and then rem- and then get rid of them. Yeah, it's not how it works for me. So I don't know if that's how it works for you. No, it might be. Well, well, it um, doesn't. And and I was saying this during I've said it the last couple of streams that I've had Lord of the Rings right because yep. everyone says Lord of the Rings. Oh my God! It's got this deep rule set. Valinor, yep. Valinor, no Valinor. No one's ever got to Valinor. It's not right. It's, Right. So, no one gets to fucking Valinor, right? No. I mean, you can Wasn't try there, for was it. There a, was there a video once of someone playing for about two hours straight <laughs> to Valinor and then, Carl, well, no, it was one shot of Valinor or something and drained was, or something? Was that Carl D'Angelo? Did he do that? Or was that... No, no. Oh, no, that was when he did, I think, when he did Wizard of Oz and it crashed on it was, it somewhere. Of the rainbow. It was but no, that's exactly right. That or the camera cameras stopped or something like that. Oh, no. Okay, <laughs> so I then... I then went through, and this is when I had Iron Maiden in my collection, yep. um, and I talked about all the four machines that I have. So, you're talking Lord of the Rings, deep rule set, right? Great. Iron Maiden, deep rule set. Star Trek, deep rule set, right? To get to five-year mission, right? Sure. And then Wizard of Oz, deep rule set to get yep. somewhere over the rainbow. Well, fuck that. No. Because not that many people can get to Valinor. No. I don't know that many people that can get to the end mega wizard mode in Iron Maiden. I don't know anyone that's gotten to five-year mission on Star Trek. I've not gotten to Enterprise and Mock, which is the second wizard yep. mode. Yep. Now, Wizard of Oz, I will say it's probably the closest yes. I've been to getting the wizard mode. But 
that's maybe one in 50 games, if that at best. So, my point is, these intermediate wizard modes are really the wizard mode for us mere mortals. So, destroying the ring on Lord of the Rings, there you go. Just go for that. Feel good. Get that. Destroy the ring. Or even do there and back again, right? Get those two things and your life will be fulfilled. If you're judging your happiness by getting to Valinor or not, you're going to be very sad. Very Um, sad. Battle the Beast on Iron Maiden. That's all you need to do, right? Be happy with that. Star Trek, get Kaibashi Maru. That's all you need to do, right? Be happy with that. Just be happy playing pinball. (laughs) Correct, right. Why do you need to get to anything? Kill the witch. Kill the witch in Wizard of Oz. No, but what I'm saying is that these machines really have these achievable mini wizard modes, right? Achievable. Not every game. In fact, not a lot of games. uh, But you can still achieve them. When you've got these mega deep rule sets that only the few people can achieve, well, then you're, you're making that rule set just for a couple of people. Um, and that's coming back to Munsters. Munsters is those steps without that final big long wizard mode that nobody can get to. Yep, definitely. So, But, I mean, it's still got the potential for three levels of code, right? Similar In a similar way to Star Trek does. Sure, it could do, yeah. Um, so so that's, that could be built in. We're at 0.91 code. I know. We're and early days. That's right. Not that it matters either way. Uh, I'd be happy playing it regardless. But yeah, just you could, there's always a goal you can set for yourself. It doesn't have to be some special thing that someone's coded, you know. Code hmm. is just lines, right? It's just, it's just number zeros and ones. Make up your own rules and, and have your own fun. I know. But it was like with, with The Hobbit, right? And everyone was saying, oh, you know, The Hobbit's not finished because there's no final wizard mode. They put a final wizard mode in it. Did it change the game? It did not change the game. <laughs> it didn't it's still the game. The game. It did Surprisingly, doesn't change the physical layout no, of the machine. It, it does. It can, it can improve the game. No. We've seen that a lot of times. But I, but it I doesn't also... often make the game worse, though. No, that is that is actually true. Um, But I just think that... that Sort of in the defense of people, they're sort of saying, okay, but if I can get to that, which is only achievable every once in a while, then the game ends. Mm. So I think, and, I, and we sort of talked, and I sort of hinted it to, um, to Dwight Sullivan as well. It's like, well, you've got the framework to go to level three, yep. maybe go to level three and make that exponentially harder. So right. people have got their easy monsters mode or whatever it's called. I can't remember. Yep. Monsters, Which, yeah, Monster, Monster Madness. Or Monster Madness, like that. that's right. And that's the one that everyone can get. Yeah. Um, Which is great for on-site, right? You, yeah, that's exactly have... right. You want to be able to do that. And Monster's Madness Level 2 is the one that you can only do every once in a while. And Level 3 is the one that only the best of the best can do, and they can't do that all the time either. I'd be surprised if it didn't end up in that state. Be very yeah. surprised if it didn't end up in that state. Yeah. So anyway, certainly there has now been a significant amount of backlash on the code for monsters. So I don't know. It, it could well, be I mean, the echo chamber, or it could be real. Yeah. There's always got to be backlash. I mean, it got so it got pretty positive. It's about the most positive release we've seen in a long time, right? Yeah. Um. So of course, 
people don't like that. So it's all going to come crashing down. It's all going to come crashing down. So, um, I'm sure yeah. it doesn't have any, won't have any effect on sales and 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 future travelings at Stern. Hopefully, so yeah. Let's just see until we get to play it ourselves, right? Well, th- that's exactly right. And I may play it, finish level two, Monster Madison, go. Oh, is that it? <laughs> You so, might. Yeah, it could happen. I, I, I'm reserving my rights until I actually get to play yeah. the game. So, what other code was? Back to code updates. What other code came out? Updates. So, Deadpool code came out. Yes. Uh, so, that's interesting. So, yeah, I'd only really played Deadpool late last year. And last time I'd played it, it was pretty heavy on modes, on battles. Lots of points coming out of battles. Uh, that seems to have been balanced a bit. I think we play. I, I played it during the week in a tournament, and that seemed yeah, bad battles weren't giving weren't the be all and end all. So, plenty of other things to do. Um, what does it say in the changes? So they said here we say added support for Topper. Yep. That's not very in terms of the game. There's Berserker <laughs> Rage, uh, which is a grace period. It seems bit of up- update to Disco Loops and Multi Ball. Mech suit multi ball. I'm not sure that was there before. Uh, seems to be a collecting weapons multi ball that happens. So similar to Tie Fighters, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a increased timer on mop playfield multiplier. Diff- few different mystery awards. Bits and bobs. Not so, massive, but I think a lot of balance, which is probably what that game needed at the moment. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. From what I know, from when I was playing it, it was basically. Finish battles or lose. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, yeah. Doesn't seem to be the case anymore. So now, so you also got to play the premium. Is that correct? Uh, is that the premium at Pixel? At Pixel, I, don't, I, don't I think know. has a premium. Think might, yeah, yeah, yeah they do. So I, I haven't played the the premium. I am going to be streaming the LE this Wednesday night. So I'm very keen to know how differently they play. I've, yeah, so I've, yeah, you played it a bit at. Late last year, is that right? Yeah, I've only played the Pro. Right. And I I, st- I streamed the Pro. I streamed, streamed James and Jackie's Pro. Yep. And after a while, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, it's a fun game. Yeah, it is a fun game. But the feedback that I've had is that the Pro is better than the Premium in Elite. So I'm just keen to know why. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't feel too much different. I only played it once, mm. to be fair. Um, I didn't feel like it was too different. What other different? Are there any? There's no shot differences, are there? Really? There's a there's a the left ramp that's up and down, which then goes into the sort of the loop. Um, right. That's that's really it, and it's got a, okay. a disco ball. So yeah, that, that's too much of a difference, really, is it? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so. Anyway, I'll, I'll be able to play it this weekend. Yeah, um, we'll see I, I we think go. it's definitely a, it's it's, it's you know, going towards where it needs to go in terms of balance and that sort of thing. So yeah, it's awesome. good. Awesome. Uh, anything else? Oh, TNA code. Okay, a little bit of TNA code. Uh, so it looks like a couple of bugs were fixed. Uh, there's lots of modes in that game, so <laughs> just sort of co-op fixes and things like that. Uh, interestingly, this week I was. Actually, I checked out one of the streams, a Netherworld stream. They were playing some TNA. And just, just watching that, I'd sort of noticed during multi-ball that balls didn't always seem to come back. And I thought, that's that's a bit weird. Sort of, you know, start a three-ball multi-ball and lose a ball or two, and then they're not coming back. And I was confused. So I took a clip and asked Scott about it. Um, basically, yeah, I'd, I'd never not- noticed this before. But if in, in TNA, if you lose... 
three balls in multi-ball, that's it. Your your ball save is gone. Hmm. Hmm. It's completely different to most other multi-ball what do you ball mean? saves, right? So even if you've got so a ball let's, save... Got, let's say you've got 12-second ball save, right? Yes, right. You lose three balls in the first three seconds. Yes. That time it stops. No way. That and that's it. it. It's over. To zero and you... You probably think it kicks back one ball. Yes, so you get like I a do. Two ball. And that, that's it. It's done. No, I, I believe I've got a ball save for 12 seconds, and it's infinite. No, not anymore, it ain't. Really? I, I Scott, yep. Yeah, he said, uh, if you want me to quote. Um, I, I yeah, do. The multi-ball ball save will only save three balls before it is cancelled. So that prevents tournament players from dumping balls like, like we do. Ah, uh, yes. I love um, a good ball dumping. One of our favourite things to do in a tournament, mm-hmm. you know, especially in the final rounds. Um, yes. Yeah, it doesn't always bring it back to full three ball. So okay, I, I, I went get back that. and looked at my clip, and lo and behold, I didn't notice it. Literally, I think I think the guy who's playing lost his third ball at about eight or seven seconds to go. The clock just stops. That's it. One yeah. ball came back, so back to two ball. No ball save. That's right. I know. I get. Really good Feature. Yeah, I get why he's it done is. that because people do they drain the balls and Especially then do a soft like plunge. Yeah, to get up into so, the top section. Yeah, fair enough. You've got the, you know, during multi ball you'll have that three times multiplier and it's such a hard game to shoot. See, you really damn have control, so. bloody tournament players ruining it for the rest of us. Ruining it for everybody. I blame Steve Bowden. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> we would never blame you, Steve. Uh, and the, the last little update, uh, Hobbit got a bit of a uh, spit and polish to 3.1 okay. as well. Right. So People enjoying that with the full code? I don't know. I I never got I had a pretty to... good game on it during a flip frenzy, but I played for far longer than I should have. I know. <laughs> what a um, waste. I know. Look, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I kind of... It was one of the... As I said before, I get, I get really sick of machines really quickly. So it, it, it moved on and I le- never looked back. I have played it with... New code, I didn't yep. really notice that much of a difference, no. to be honest. The framework's no. still the same. No, it is the same, it's true. So, there you go. Good. All right. Let's go. That was a lot of code, I told you. Um, so, another piece of news that came out, this is not necessarily all that news, but um, Suncoast Pinball, you would know all about Suncoast Pinball, wouldn't you, Stacey? One of my favourite new pinball companies. Yep. What they're, are they making? The most, the, they've got the most symmetrical game in the world, <laughs> Cosmic Hunt. Very symmetrical. Like, you know, I'm laughing because I, we we sort of messaged. We, we've got this, you know, chat group that we're all in for from Melbourne Super Bowl. Yeah. And I, I now remember you made some comment about the layout this week. It's just coming back to me. You're it's not a so big funny. fan of the layout, is what I heard. You know, I'm not. I have to admit. It's just, it just, yeah, it doesn't seem like it has a lot of Anything. variety, let's say, to it. Mm. I mean, the, the only, I'm looking at the playfield right now, and the only difference between the left side and the right side is that there's stand-up targets on the left, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there are drop targets on the right. That's literally the only difference. And yeah. that does not... It, look, it might be the funnest game to shoot in the world, but it's probably not the funnest game to shoot in the world, to be honest. But... Who knows? Again, I'm not going to judge it before I play it. Well, you have. Play it. I have. I have. No, <laughs> I've, made, I've made a comment. You were judgy with judges. Oh, judge, what you might said. have been a slightly judgy comment. Yes, true. <laughs> um, but no, but this is great. They've got uh, Dirty Donny to do some artwork yes. for it. I mean, have, the logo yeah. is 
wonderful. It's great. Yeah. So we've said this that you know any any machine if it's got nothing on it, you get somebody that does intricate art, it will make it appear a lot more populated than it is. So he could work magic on this. I don't know. I no doubt if he's doing the work on it, it'll be a beautiful machine to look at. That is absolutely true. So, and I think a lot of people did ask, you know, if if he has now been hired by um, Suncoast Pinball, does that mean he can't work for any other companies? And a reliable source has told me that's not the case. He's actually nah, he often will just be on a retainer or yeah, they're uh, contracted him to do this. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. So, um, I uh, you know. It would be kind of weird if he um, was exclusive to a company that <laughs> hasn't released a people. I know it's not like Deep Root have done that. This is true, but they have anyway. They, the they have got fat stacks, is what fat they've got. Stacks. They do. Um, so, but the first thing that he did, he actually this was a logo that he did for Cosmic yeah. Carnival, and looks really good. It looks badass. He's he's just very good. He's just got a very good knack. Of making things look great, and I mean some of the things I said, you know, combining that sort of roller coaster type game with a space theme. It's an, it's an interesting concept. Yeah, we've seen both of those sort of games, but not sort of combined really. And mm. yeah, the, the only problem I have, I'll come back to it, <laughs> that you know, if you go to a let's say you go to a theme park, you go to Disneyland, you go on a ride. It's a wonderful. It's your. It's the best ride ever. You have the funnest time in your life. And then you line up for another two hours and you go on another ride. And that ride is just the same ride, but, but mirror image. <laughs> Are you going to be happy about that? I don't know. Well, that's, that's the, I'll say it. That, I'm not going to say anything more. That's it. Okay. <laughs> think about it. Just think you, about it. You've said plenty. <laughs> uh, now, the P3, Multimorphic. Yes. Have you played it yet? Uh, have I played a P3? I feel like I've played... I think I've only watched streams. Yeah. And Did I, I play it somewhere? I don't know. No, I don't think I have. No, so I think we've got to get, get in touch with my mate and, and um, stream it again because... I would love... I would love to play it. Yeah, well, it, we, we played that Lexi Lightspeed yep. uh, and it was fun. So the next... And, and so what it's actually had is really Lexi Lightspeed is the first... Like what's meant to be a full yeah. pinball module, yep. and then they've had a couple of add-ons, like yep. that Canyon Lagoon or whatever it is. I don't even know yeah, what these things are called. Pirate ship one. Yeah, I think that's the one. Um, yep. I think there might have been two. So, car- Cosmic Car Racing is meant to be the next big full game. So this comes with its own back section. Is Correct. That right? yeah. yeah, like the back. I want to say, yeah, I want to say probably about quarter. Quarter, man. They always talk about it as a third, but yeah. could indeed be a quarter. It could, it could indeed be a quarter. So, and the thing that's notable about um, this cosmic kart racing is, I think visually it is so good to look at that the yeah, use right. of LEDs and and magnets um, is amazing. Anyway, it, it got sort of revealed last year, and I believe they're just uh, about ready to ship them. So, yeah, correct. And and I think that's good. I mean, people are sort of very cool on the P3 platform, not well, yeah. the multimorphic platform, because once you've played Lessie Lightspeed, it 
you need something more to justify yeah. the bigger outlay Absolutely. and the fact that it's got swappable playfield. So the ki- the killer app they call it yeah. in terms of hardware, um, and it makes sense. I mean, it's a it's pinball, but it's not the same as we're used to. So it, it it's the sort of thing that needs that something to to give it traction. And I think it's it'd be great if it got traction. Really. Correct. Yeah, I, I agree. The The biggest problem I had when I played it was the flippers felt mm, different. really because, different. Because they're different. They're, no, they're because they're sitting on top of the playfield. Yeah. Mechanically completely different. So, Correct. Um, that, that's to be expected. I mean, we always talk about the remakes having a different feel as well. Yeah. Um, and they're, and they're built on the same right specs, right? Yeah, really. Um, I mean, here they can't go through the playfield, so that's what it makes sense. But... Um, yeah, I think, again, I was probably talking about it before, but it feels like the sort of machine that would do great in a Redemption arcade. Like, yeah. Yep. You put a kit on it, you put a ticket kit on it, it's got that... Uh, you know, this really is the combination of pinball and arcade. Correct. The things it can do with that screen and the ball tracking, the possibilities for this platformer are just really outstanding. Like, I could probably write five great games for it, but... <laughs> Why would I? Because nobody's got the thing. So it's the problem. It's sort of like the the chicken and the egg situation. Needs a killer app to get it some traction, but who is going to write the killer app? Because it's got no traction. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally um, get that. Ch- chicken and egg. You're, you're absolutely yeah. right. We're at a bit of a a standstill. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Need it needs just someone to love it for what it is and just just design the heck out of a game for it. Uh, yeah, I really want it to succeed. Like it's a, I think it's a good piece of kit, and I think it's got plenty of potential. Like I don't think normal pinball can do a lot of things that this thing can do. Yeah, agreed. Um, so. And as as I sort of sort of said about the flippers, like what you got to understand, those flipper where they are, that whole front section of the playfield slots out the front as well. Yep. Right. Yeah. So my understanding. So so Jerry, that's the the person that does um, multimorphic and and P three. Yep. Um. So apparently, my understanding is, he is whilst he's doing all these machines and all that kind of stuff, and in production, I, I believe I'm led to believe that every spare second of his life is spent trying to improve the Flipper Max. Yeah. Right. So and and. I've heard that there's been a bit of a breakthrough and right. something like, and so what that means is, right, okay, we've now got much better flipper mechs, just send them in the post. All you've got to do is slot them in and there exactly. you go, you've got new flippers. That's it kind of genius. what's cool. Yeah. It's a genius piece of engineering, it really is. It like actually really is. So, well done. Great. Um, so speaking of TPF, which we haven't really <laughs> spoken about... <laughs> All I, all I, well, all I just wanted to say was that the, the Munsters VIP experience sold out. So sold out. I told it, you about those tickets. Did you pick up a VIP ticket, Martin? No. Ah. Now, this is. I don't. I know. I. I know. I can give out mixed messages, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm just not that into the Munsters. <laughs> 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 Everyone's sitting there going, well, fuck's sake, you just bought a Munsters <laughs> LE sight unseen yep. and you're not that into the Munsters? Well, <laughs> I am, but not so much that I need to meet the actors. Sure. But I don't know if I mentioned this before, but 
So the 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 kid actor, what's his name? Eddie. Butch uh, something. Uh, yeah, probably Butch something. Butch something. Butch I don't something. Know. I, I think <laughs> it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up as well. Um, Butch Butch Patrick. Butch Patrick, right? I think so. I think it is right. Um, he was also, and, and I I I'm gonna actually have to link this in the show notes. Right. He was actually the lead in another. It was a kids uh. show. Yeah. Called My Three Sons. Lidsville. No. Lidsville. Lidsville. Now Oh yeah. <laughs> right? Lidsville yeah. is the kookookiest. Oh, psychedelic fan oh, sort of like on the, along the lines of um HR Puff and stuff. HR Puff and stuff, right. yeah. So it's done by Sid and Marty Croft, right? That yeah, did Sig- uh, Sigmund the Sea Monster, they right. did the Bugaloos. Um, they did all that kind of stuff. So, really, really trippy stuff. And also, they're known for the theme song being almost as long as the entire episode. <laughs> so, I I am going to I'm going to link the um the theme song to uh-huh. Lidsville in the right. show notes. You've got to go and see. It. So, Butch Patrick was the lead in that show as well. So, like you know. Go to TP, everyone's like, oh, hello, Mr. Patrick, you're amazing. I loved you in the Monsters. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd be like, oh, fuck Lidsville yeah, Lidsville is the kookiest. He'd be like, oh, shit, <laughs> I-, I was in that show too. <laughs> it's my, I, I got my kids onto it. They love it. So Yep, great. No, I uh, like it. There you go. Okay, so no VIP experience for you. That's okay. So but it's sold no, out. So. No VIP. So it's sold out. So I'm glad everybody people. gets their $150 yep. US, which is about a yeah. thousand Australian dollars at the moment. <laughs> so that's for people. I'm get. sure they'll have a great time. I'm sure they will. So and you know, I'll I'll be there and I'll get to maybe I'll get you know a napkin and Chris Franchi can sign yeah, that for right. me. That'll yeah, be that, the same thing. That's a sign. Uh, so let, can we talk about some stern stuff? We can. What's happened this week? Well, we have finally got our monsters. What? No, Beatles, we, no, we don't. I know. It's like when we uh, the rest of the world's getting there. The rest monsters. of the world has got the monsters. <laughs> the rest of the world We're got the languishing we, across the seas. Correct. We literally got our Beatles on Friday, and because they're in a different state, they were shipped to where we are, Victoria, Melbourne. Yep. Today, Monday, great. And instead of rushing home to do this podcast with you, Stacey, <laughs> you know what happened because I do. Ryan posted me. a picture of me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I wanted to play it. Yeah. Before I recorded the podcast, right? Just, just I, I just, I just didn't want another week to go by yeah. uh, without experiencing it. So. Sure. What do you want to know about Beatles? How how does it play? Is it is it an impro- is it that much improved from the original design? Okay, so is it like Sea Witch? Is what you're saying? Yeah, but pretty much. <laughs> yes and no. It's there are some bits where you you know where to shoot the ball yeah. because you are so familiar with the layout, right? So you know, for example, where the right top bank of targets are because yeah, that's sure. where they were and you know yep. where the middle set were right mm-hmm. the left set well they weren't there but there's they're some now so you're kind of you kind of know the layout 
It doesn't feel the same as Sea Witch. Mm-hmm. You can hit that orbit shot a lot better. Yeah, uh, which is the first that thing that was tweaked, wasn't it? Yeah, correct. It was it was opened up a bit, and there's a, yep. a spinner there as well. Um, it's it's not as snappy as a new stern, right? Which is great. Oh, yeah, they've sort of dulled down the yep the flippers a bit. They have. They've dulled it down somewhat. Um, and it's. You know, it's got a simple rule set. Oh, God. We probably... Oh, no. Oh, shit. Sorry. There should be a backlash on that. <laughs> um, but what's there... What's there is all you need, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll tell you the first thing I noticed stepping up to there, up, up to the machine. Right. The artwork is so much better in person than it yeah. is from any photo I've seen. It really right. is. And you can look into it and you can see the detail that's there that you yep. don't see in pictures, right? Yeah, for sure. The other thing I noticed was the audio. The sound quality come from those speakers. It's like they've got a really premium sound system in it. So yep. even though the volume wasn't turned up, it projects volume, okay. if that makes sense. So yep. it just had this presence. It was it was just great. It's it's a fun game. It's a simple game. Yep. But That's what you want from from the Beatles, right? Correct. You want to, that sound quality is important. It's exactly right. So it was it was Better, well, I was going to say better than what I thought, but I was, I thought it was going to be good, and it, yep. and it really is good. It's a good game. Excellent. It's good. Um, so there we go. Um, and I will be streaming. Here we go again. Ah. I will be streaming the Beatles on Sunday night. So fantastic. We will, um, yeah, be able to deep dive onto it then. Great. Um, what else is coming out of Stern? Well, there's a rumor. A rumour. A rumoured licence. What is that rumour, Stacey? Well, according to sources unknown... Yeah, they're completely unknown. Made up. <laughs> fabricated. Apparently, Stern has acquired... James Bond. James Bond. Wow. Okay. It's, it, that's for a while. It's just a rumour. Now, rumor. it, it was rumoured... <laughs> Oh, funny. <laughs> it was rumoured. This is what I had heard right. was going to be Highway Pinball's third game. Oh, there and you go. that was, I, I love, like, do my air quotes, but you won't see them, but it was from a reliable <laughs> source. A reliable source. A reliable source said that uh, Highway's third pinball machine was going to be James Bond. Now, now, now. Here we go. That could almost be exactly like saying the third highway machine was going to be Angry Birds. Yes. <laughs> In that all they did was they put a shitty little flyer together presentation and they're like, yep, we're going to do James Bond, everybody. Invest your money in us, James Bond. We just landed a AAA title, James Bond. But- I got hydrophiles to buy people. Thank you. <laughs> So, so anyway, that's really interesting. I I could not care less about a James <laughs> Bond theme. It's not, yeah, it's doesn't really spark a joy, does it? It just, I just like you know we we're talking about before about uh, Guns and Roses. Like you know, yep. is it relevant? But you can still picture the elements that go into a machine. You go, okay, 
I could see how it could kind of work. I will reserve judgment. <laughs> uh, and the, the, the other thing is that there will be more James Bond movies. There will be a new Bond. So maybe they're looking to line up for the, for the next incarnation of Bond. Sure. But Doesn't Bond, mean it's a popular thing, but... Bond as a pinball? Can you see it happening? It doesn't, yeah. It doesn't really... Yeah, it doesn't really spark my interest, it has to be said. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I'm, I'm very cool on that theme. Um, yeah. But, you know, people are cool on Monsters. People yeah. are cool on all these other themes that That's right. I like. So, um, we are all different. We are all, we are all very different. So to cater for us all. Exactly right. So, James Bond, if anyone knows any information about it, send it through. Great. So... Have you seen Pin Stadium before, Stacey? I have. It's a lovely product. It really it's, is. Uh, yeah. Really lit up a whole bunch. Like, from old to new systems, it works on pretty much everything and just adds, like, a depth yeah. to, to the play that we just hadn't thought of before LEDs mm. came out, right? Yeah, correct. So, I mean, obviously, it's the, 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 the first Pin Stadium kit that came out is just for GI and does some flashing. Yeah. Then Orion's belt was then introduced, which is effectively just a whole set of customizable flashes. Yep. And so now they've released uh, Pin Stadium Fusion, which is effectively those two separate items combined in one. Yep. So with the UV and glow flasher too. Yes, correct. So it's got it's got all of them. So yeah, that's right. Because with the first the first Pin Stadiums, you can get them as just your GI, but then you can add the flasher module. Yep. Yep. Then you can add a whole separate flasher module with Orion's belt. Now you get it all in at one. So we'll, we'll link it. Go to Pin Stadium Fusion. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Coming soon, I'm sure. Absolutely. Ah, uh, CGC. We've still got some more. We've got, <laughs> we've got so much. I told you we had lots of news <laughs> to get through. So CGC. Um, what we've been hearing, or we saw an, an interview. Yeah. Um, the LEs are to be done by Feb 1. Okay, so for Monster Bash? Yes. What did I say? Great. No, you, did, you didn't say anything. <laughs> you just said the LEs. Uh, right. But yes, it was assumed that it was the Monster Bash. Yeah, of course. Right. Right. Of course. So that's for US and then the world to follow. Yeah. So, I mean, that's great. And this all, this all comes down to, I think we're talking about, um, you know, the play field them not having as many as they thought in the first batch. So they're looking after the US first is what I'm saying. Right. So thank you. Does that mean, wait a minute, it's past the first. Does that mean that they're out there in the wild? They said that they were going to be done by Feb 1. So let's, uh, I haven't seen an update. So let's hope that's happened. But yeah, we've been told late March for Australia for our LEs. Okay. So I don't know. I'd, I'd push that out a month if I was everybody waiting on that. Mm. Safe. It's mm. not like it's a new theme or anything, so mm. you, can, you can get your fix of it if you need to. Exactly. But yeah, they'll be mm. great machines. Mm. Exactly. That's that's the news. The news is done. That is Fantastic. the news. So, yeah. do, did you listen to the, the last episode, I know it was a couple of weeks ago, where we talked about auteur... I did indeed. 
So, we said... And then Ryan put up a poll on Facebook saying, which pinball designer is the bigger auteur? So much so that their name is synonymous with the machine. For example, a Pat Lawler machine or a Steve Ritchie machine. Because I said, Steve Ritchie. And he's like, oh, no, Pat Lawler. And I'm like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Fucking Steve Ritchie. I don't... I know that there are Pat Lawler games, but I don't look at a machine and go, oh, that's a Pat Lawler game. But I, I look at a Steve Ritchie and go... It's a Steve Ritchie game. So I knew right. I was right. You were right, but were you? No, I wasn't. People voted. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Well, but I wasn't I wasn't no, convincingly it's wrong. It's pretty mm. even. Yeah. Um and I think you've got two big names there. Yeah. Um so Pat Lawler and Steve Ritchie. You had to pick one. You have to pick one. <laughs> so <laughs> I voted I voted for Pat Lawler. Right. I'll have to be said and yeah, I sat there and thought about it for a bit. Mm. And how many seconds? The, you're gonna be you're gonna be right or you're gonna be wrong, either way. Really, they yeah. they could both easily be thought of as that. Yeah, in that way. This 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 is why it was it was a very interesting poll to put out there because they're both incredibly known for their machines, and you know it's a Steve Ritchie game or it's a Pat Lawler game. I think the split came down to. Oh, well, I like Pat Lawler games better. A bit, yeah, that's right. Is that what it is? There's no... You can't, how do you define... I don't think author is the sort of thing that could be ranked, really. Yeah, you either like, are or you're not. Who's the bigger genius sort of thing, you know? Yeah. If you're talking about science or something. Um, you, you can't really do it, so, yeah. Well, and the poll results reflect that. Well, it's exactly right. But, you know, the the word really does talk to... Um, it's for film. It's for film directors. And the sure. parallel I'll give, right, is that... You have got, you know, some direct... Like James Cameron, right? In fact, mm-hmm. Avatar was called James Cameron's Avatar. Yes. Right? And wasn't it like James Cam- Cameron's Terminator or something, wasn't it? <laughs> it was like that. Whereas you've also... So so he is an auteur, right? Yes. He's on this. So is Woody Allen. Mm-hmm. They are both equally auteurs. Yeah. Recognisable. Right. You if see you see their movie, you go, yeah, that, that's such and such. That's exactly right. If you yeah. put them in a poll against each other, who would who would be ranked as the more of an auteur, James Cameron or Woody? Well, you'd yeah, you'd probably get a fairly even mix. You'd probably get more James Cameron just right because because of... people are less likely to like <laughs> Woody Allen <laughs> yeah, right. for, for various reasons. That's exactly right. So so the poll was asking who is more of an auteur. So it's it's really hard. It's such a a hard poll, but I'm glad that people went out and voted for it. And Ryan got 53 percent of the vote, and I got 47 percent of the vote, which was if he's, if he's going to win one, it might as well be that one where there's yes. no <laughs> exactly. So well done, Ryan. Hope you're listening. <laughs> so shall we do some social media watch? Go on. Thank you. Awesome. Um. So, the, num- the first one I want to talk about is Danny Peck. What do we know about Danny Peck? Danny Peck is a young woman from New Zealand uh, in a family that has a very nice pinball collection. They really Another do. David Peck. Uh, system ele- every System 11 machine, I believe, is in their parlor. Yeah, they uh, have them yeah, all. Just an amazing player, like one of, our, one of the fine teenage players in the world, really. Yeah, absolutely. Recently, number one woman in the world, I That's believe. That's absolutely correct. Um, right. But they also had 
the New Zealand National Pinball Championships. Indeed. Um, I think it was. A couple of weekends ago. Yeah, maybe a weekend and a half ago. The weekend weekend off that we had. Yep. Um, And she won it. She did. I think I think her father qualified first, but she she came through in the finals. Yeah, correct. Um, and the reason why this is in social media watch is because it's fucking everywhere. It is. It got great, yeah, great pick up from the from the local journalistic outlets over there. A couple of uh, news stories and things like that. So. Yeah, yeah, like like proper like video interviews yeah. and and like yep. prime time TV and. It's all over print media as well, so it's just. Oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll have that for the Australian championships of course we coming up in a couple of weeks. We, we yeah. will. Yeah. Stories about Stacey Borg will be. <laughs> they front, will be legends. Yeah. Front. Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that is that is soon, isn't it? Only it a couple of weeks soon. away. Yep. Yeah, two weeks away. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Um, and the other thing that happened in social media watch was. A very sad thing that I saw on Facebook. Yep. Not good at all. Not good at all. So this involves friend, great friend of the show. In fact, legendary friend of the show from our last episode where we woke him up at four oh. o'clock in the morning. And we <laughs> didn't get any backlash from that None on Pinside. None at all. People didn't care about that at all. So what happened to Christopher Franchi? Uh, he's office where he keeps much of his memorabilia and indeed his new Beatles machine mm-hmm. fortunately got flooded it got um, flooded absolutely flooded Un- probably related to the cold snap the po- polar um, vortex is that what they're calling it something like that yeah yeah um, so yeah there's a lot of issues with that in terms of frozen pipes and burst pipes and things like that water is a Water is a son of a bitch. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. And, yeah. So, my understanding is his Beatles machine is actually written off. Yep. So... It's been I saw George Gomez talking about that. Mm. Now, there are only 1963 That's Beatles right. So, they're, they're even more exclusive. Indeed. So... Not the best way for it to happen, but... That's no. So, that, that was just awful. So, damn you, Polar Vortex. Now... I keep saying polar vortex because I didn't know what this thing was, but you know America's going through this massive cold spell at the moment, yep. and they're calling it, apparently it's a polar vortex. And I don't know what that is, except I do know that, and I'm going to link this in the show notes, this is me going off tangent again, because it's somewhat related to you. Yeah, right. Because there's actually a song that was performed by Flula Borg. Flula Bar. Long, you uh, know Flula? Cousin. Ed cousin Flula, yeah. Do you know Flula Borg? No, I don't know. Flula. Oh my god! Okay, Jennifer, she's a party pooper. <laughs> okay, I'm going to link the Polar Vortex song, and then you, John Borg, have now got another member of your Borg another clan, member of the Borg Collective. Yep, Flula like Borg. Great. So there we go. That was social media watch. What's happened in your week, Stacy? My week is a pretty big week for me to be honest i don't have all the biggest weeks all the time but yeah uh there are a couple of pinball tournaments which we'll get onto. but the most important part of my week was a uh, i got a new machine martin so my second i know machine. we've got to remember like you get machines less than i do and i don't get them that often no I've, yeah i picked up a last action hero a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and that's been my one and only machine for a while and recently a uh, 
a good friend of mine from the board gaming world contacted me out of the blue and, and told me about his friend had a machine and asked me if I knew the best place to sell a pinball machine. Uh, yeah, I know the best place to sell a pinball machine. To <laughs> <laughs> me! Get in my belly! Right. Basically. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, so told me about, yeah, had, had an EM machine. Uh, Jungle Princess is the machine. Um, I thought, yeah, great. Uh, send me some photos. That'll be fantastic. I uh, didn't hear anything back for about a week. Uh, eventually sort of pinged, pinged my friend back and he remembered to send me the pictures and so it turned out that there were two machines that this that his friend had. Mm. Uh, the, the Jungle Princess and also a Space Odyssey. So, I mean, I don't have the means to move one machine, <laughs> let alone two, but it's a good thing that I have friends in the in the pinball world, and those friends also like to buy machines. So, yeah, I contacted a good friend of the show, Stu Thornton. He was up for a road trip, so we are set out early on Saturday morning. Um, yeah, drove up a couple of hours from where we are, sort of north into country Victoria. And yeah, how far was the drive? How long? Uh, about an hour and a half to two hours. So okay, that's not too far. Sort of on the on the way, went past Jews. Um, but did you know what quality these these games were in? What condition they're in? Uh, re- literally just from the photos. So, um, and and you know the description given basically that you know they had been working. Um, <laughs> at some stage, some stage since like, the fifties or sixties, whenever they were made. Yeah. Yeah. So well, they're both both seventies. So. Yeah, it's Jungle Princess 77 and the other one's 76. So, or basically the same vintage as me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so they'd been, yeah, my friend Bruce had sort of grown up playing this game with his with his friend Carl. Um, and, yeah, so so effectively just a sort of, effectively a home use only Jungle Princess, really, um, which was pretty good. And, yeah, the photos look, looked pretty decent. Uh, the, yeah, the working condition was likely not working, so that's that's fine. They're EM machines, so you know, I'm willing to dip my hat into that into that uh, ring. There are a few people around Melbourne that have some idea with that. So um, yeah, we we took the trek, got to the machines. They looked you know better than we could have hoped for. Um, Carl was a great guy, helped us out. No end. He had you know, a whole bunch of stuff, manuals, schematics, all all that stuff was there with it. Um, yeah, reference reference materials and you know fixing guides and that sort of thing. So yeah, we we took them apart, loaded them up, and brought them back. Easy as that. So it was it was a hot, super hot day. So yeah, it was too. Stu's car didn't have uh, a air con, so luckily the air wasn't too hot near the wind it wasn't a hot wind or anything so we, we got out early um yeah made made the trek it was was a pretty nice nice trip spent a bit of time at Stu's uh block out there uh mm. check out his bees <laughs> he does have bees <laughs> <laughs> it's all right that was good fun but do, so so uh, when you got these machines home do you mm-hmm. like turn them on and see what happens or did I, you, literally, do... I on the day no we were out from basically 8 to 4.30. Right. So we were out at the house for like seven hours. So I, did, I didn't do anything. And then the next day was also a stinker of a day. So I didn't even think about looking at that. I'd had a look at them today. Um, so I have I have powered up Jungle Princess. It powers up. Um, it goes through some motions. There are, you know, the, the wheels turn, all that sort of stuff. So it's looking pretty, pretty good, but it doesn't start. 
um, a game properly yet. But I mean, it's not an uncommon thing for 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 the re- a few of the relays to be out. So, mm. and, um, and, so for the, and for those people that don't know, so Jungle Princess is the two-player version of uh, yeah. another EM called Jungle Queen, yeah, and it is quite a beloved game. A, a lot of tournament players say yeah. that that's their favourite game. Yeah, right. No, it. Yeah, it looks like it's got a fun layout. Um, I mean, the back glass is immaculate, so it looks just great. Uh, so yeah, I'm really, really happy with it. And Stu is pretty happy to pick up Space Odyssey as well, which is it's got some interesting features on that one. Yeah, uh, like the yeah, effectively when you trap up the ball, it will fall into a little scoop and shoot out up the playfield. So that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. So we were both happy to get our first EMs, uh, and we'll have fun trying to get them back to to a good playing state. And, and look, I'm not going to ask you to reveal, but you got them for a pretty good price too, right? We did indeed. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to obviously reveal that. But, no, I'm not going to ask that. But uh, we were pretty happy. Both you and I are pretty happy, and, and Carl was happy to sell sell them to us, uh, knowing that we're going to love them and keep them ourselves. So, yeah. Really awesome. looking forward to getting that up and going. It's I had I had to spend the day before we took the road trip cleaning up my my little space and making a another slot for a machine. I haven't really got any other, <laughs> board, but yeah, it's sitting sitting nicely next to uh, Last Action Hero at the moment. So awesome, oh, good stuff. Yeah, and so uh, you, you... yeah, so that was the road trip. Yeah, and before that, during the week, we had a couple of tournaments. So my first tournaments for the week, uh, for the year. Sorry, um, so. I went to Pinball Paradise and entertained myself at Ryan's Flip Frenzy. So I think this is the first of the new style Flip Frenzies that I've played in. Oh, no, probably at... Uh, oh, no, I didn't play at the one at Flip Out because... No, because you were helping me fun. tournament direct it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you pretty much ran it. So thank you for that. I did pretty much run it. But yeah, I mean, the match play software lets you do that. So Ryan... Yeah, ran it, ran it himself uh, using the match play software. Didn't have too many issues. Probably had to walk away a couple of times just to sort out one or two stuck balls. But we had, yeah, 18 or so machines in the tournament at Pinball Paradise, both upstairs and downstairs. Again, it wasn't the coolest day. but No, I heard it was pretty hot. It was a bit of a stinker, but it wasn't, wasn't too bad. Like the front section was great. Upstairs was a bit hotter and out the back was a bit of a sauna, but... We, ha- we got through it, and yeah, I was having play? a. I'm playing pretty well. Like flip frenzy, you never really know what's going on, but I was mostly winning. So I think I came out the end end of the day with seventeen and four, uh, which is pretty good numbers. Really, I'm pretty happy with that. Um, I had to play a lot of the <laughs> a lot of the crappy old games a number of times, and <laughs> it didn't help me very much. So I think I lost a game on Black Pyramid and Cueball Wizard that. I could have done with winning, but yeah, but no one uh, wins the, the, on yep. those games. I know. Well, I, I think I, I took a victory on take one victory on Black Pyramid by about uh, fifty thousand. I think I was pretty happy about that. Almost got caught. Um, yeah, so ended up count came out and I was second. So pretty happy with that. It was about forty players or so. So yeah, awesome. really good, really good result for me. That's fantastic. Um, and yeah, Andre pulled that one out with a I think eighteen and three result. So. Um, I didn't see him the whole. So that's that's whole 18, night, 18 wins and three 18 losses. Wins and three losses. Yeah, yeah, that's so right. Yeah, would have had to turn around two two results to take over that. But yeah, I, I didn't. We didn't play each other at any stage, so uh, 
that that's how flip frenzies work sometimes you get into a bit of a a bit of a rhythm and you see certain people and certain machines more than more than others so um but yeah everyone had a really good night i think and yeah another another good format to play in melbourne awesome thanks to ryan well done ryan we miss you we do and you yeah, also went to uh, pixel okay, alley as well so the next day it was there were actually three tournaments in a row this week i managed to go to the first two uh pixel alley was uh the shit strikes format as we like to call it <laughs> um, where does that progressive come from strikes so uh you have five strikes you'll get no strikes for winning two strikes for losing around and one for any other result um again i was playing all right uh got through the first four rounds i think with a few wins and a uh, first three rounds with a couple of wins and a second place or so, and then caught a bad break on Twilight Zone. Just did not <laughs> behave well for me at all. Mm. Uh, so I got I got a loss there and got down to three strikes. Pulled out a bonus time victory on um, Guardians of the Galaxy to keep me rolling. It was pretty great. I used my um, Hadron missiles to finish Quills after draining which gave me a 20 million bonus, which was doubled, which is exactly what I needed to <laughs> take first place there. Sorry, uh, sorry Simon, uh, for taking you out on that one. But I was pretty happy about that. I might have fist pumped uh, for that one. And then, yeah, I think I got caught a bad break in the last game and got another last against Stu and Luke. But, yeah, it was a good a good night. Um, it's, a, it's definitely a better format than normal strikes. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it's still strikes, so it's still shit. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I'll, I'll, I'll take those two results as the first two results of the year and, and keep on trucking on. And now I've got to focus on ACS, really. We've got Argonauts coming up this week, but yeah, apart from that. Yeah, that's right. It is all about um, Australian Championship Series in Canberra. So we're all looking forward to that. Yeah, indeed. Um, How about you, Martin? What did you get up to this So, week? look... I I had I had my first uh, tournament of the the year. I'm not going to talk about it because it All was right. terrible. It was terrible because <laughs> Avengers. Yes, I was watching the results and yeah, just your, woeful. Uh, <laughs> your comment into our stream was mm. not very. Uh, it wasn't pleasant very pleasant towards it. But, no, um, but that's fair. I, I would still want an Avengers machine for home mm. because I would want to spend enough time. Yep. To understand it its layout and get yep. get comfortable with the shots and the rules, but in a tournament setting like this, I just it was like, do I go for Hulk, which is worth no points, or do I go yeah. for Modes, which is worth points? And either way, my brain could work out, and so I just yep. bombed out. Anyway, that's the problem if you don't if you can't get that focus to focus on some sort of strategy. Always makes it a lot harder to exactly play well. right, exactly right. So so that's what happened. Um, so, but I've done my usual streaming, and I've actually streamed Lord of the Rings twice in the the last week. In fact, yep. first week I'd, I'd planned on it. The second one, I tried. To, <laughs> I I planned on streaming Wizard of Oz. Yep. My Wizard of Oz. Oh, my Wizard of Oz. It's just yeah. getting worse. So, so, so the lights aren't working. The yep. monkey mod's not working. The lock mechanism's not working. It's just falling to pieces. So. Yeah. Um, I think I caught the last few minutes of life of the was stream, and that's right. I I I I changed a setting so the monkey mod wasn't activated. Like mm-hmm. you turn it off, 
So yep. therefore it just locks the ball and that's fine. Except the lock mechanism in the Emerald City around the house stopped working. The house isn't spinning as well. So I, I reckon there's just probably some cable that's just out and I need to fix it. But, but so what happened was I, I, um, cut the stream, yep. quickly moved back onto, um, Lord of the Rings again. And it's just been like really popular, like getting yeah. nearly a hundred people each stream. So, it's a great game. It's a it's it, a fantastic game to watch. Yeah, I think it is. I think you're right. Um, just I, I guess that's what it is. Like, it's a top five machine or top ten machine in mm-hmm. a lot of people's eyes. Yeah. I guess people like like watching it. So, um, so that's good. But one thing I don't think we mentioned in, in the previous episode was that um, I had streamed Mafia. Ah, yes. I don't think we mentioned it. Probably not. No. Just that it's. It's actually a, f- a really good layout. I mean, I think it was the first thing that we we thought about was that it was really odd. You know, you've got the stand-up target with a pop bumper up on the top, and that's felt yep. weird. There's absolutely nothing wrong with no, I, the layout at yeah, all. I did. I didn't mind flipping it. It flip out at mm. all. I thought it was, yeah. Mm. Didn't didn't see why I was getting too much slack. But no. one thing I did sort of watch. I did watch your mafia stream, mm. and I. Didn't really understand what was going on in terms of the code. <laughs> okay. That was the real problem. Okay. So, that, that, okay. There's a couple of things that's wrong with that. Um, but what I will say, just because all the things that we said negatively in the past mm-hmm. about um, Mafia were uh, the layout. The layout's actually good. The layout's yeah, good. It's, it's, yep. it's very much like an EM. It mm-hmm. feels really good to flip. Yep. Absolutely nothing wrong with the layout. The art is so much better in real life. Yeah. It really is. It's got that cartoony style. It sort of matches well. Correct. The integration of the newspaper works well. Correct. It's actually all right. It's done a good job. It's a small theme. It's not bad. The rules. Mm. The rules are the problem. Yep. In that there's not that many of them and you are eff- effectively just you locked are in to doing you're locked in what it, right. what it tells you what to it do, tells right? you to do there's, there's no that's there's no that's exactly there's no lin- more linear game yep than mafia it's like it really you are is. now shooting these shots you've got these three shots or you can go up the middle for another hurry up um it's got potential like it's it got does. enough it's got enough inserts there Yep. For it to have a lot more potential, I just think some more thinking around yeah. the rules framework needs to be done. And you know, if one of your three things is going to be bad, make it your code because the code, code can you be can be fixed at any time. That's exactly right. Life can't be changed. The art, yep. Nope. Uh, and and if you're listening, Team Pinball, because they actually watch the stream. Oh, I do they? Yeah. Well, Excellent. I know that they watch that one. Yeah. Great. Um. So, first of all, I actually really think it's a, it's a good game. Yep. Um, and as far as code goes, you know, when you first start, you've got to hit those three shots. I can't even right. remember what they are. I think right orbit, left orbit, and the captive ball. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and then that starts a hurry up. Yep. Don't do it like that. No. Do it, do it so you've got those three shots, but each one of those three times starts its own sort of hurry up. Yeah. You know, it just it just opens it more up to, you know, four different hurry-ups that you can go for instead of two. One being the spinner up the middle 
yep. and then those three shots. Um, There's a lot of potential there to make it, to change the way it plays. Yep, I, I agree. In a very positive way. Yep. And that, that sp- ripping that spinner up the middle mm. is so satisfying. It is. I've got to tell you. So, you know, all in all, I think it's, uh, it's, it's a good effort. So, yep. much better than I thought it was going to be. So That's good. There you go. And it's got gin, so I mean... And it's got gin, right? So, I love gin. I don't know if anyone <laughs> knew about that. Um, Iron Maiden's gone. Right. Got picked up, um, so on its way to Brisbane. So, okay. um, Daniel will really enjoy that game when it gets to him. Um, the other thing that happened, I will finish on this one. If you remember, a few months ago, <laughs> we talked about a stream that I did where we were streaming Guns N' Roses. Yep. And we were at uh, Jeff's place. Jeff's and, place. And we caught this on stream where he took the glass off. <laughs> and before he got to put the glass on the ground... Yep. I was sh- watching. Yep. I was there. I screamed like a girl. <laughs> and it smashed in his hands. It just shattered. Just mid-air. It just went... Exploded. And, and if you remember, his reaction was like, Oh, okay. Well, that's the glass then. <laughs> Yeah, well, like, not much else you can do, really. No, exactly. Point. There's no pussyfooting around. It's just correct. Yep, um, exactly right. Well, but that, that would never happen again. It would never happen again. It certainly it would, would never happen parents. to me. So it happened to me. My my Star Trek Invisiglass, same sort of thing. I was doing some maintenance on it. I mean, there's the problem right there. Took slid the glass <laughs> off, had it in my hands, was just about to put it on the ground. Yep. Bang. Shattered. All over. It is the ground. actually. Uh, more common than than we would think. It's a well-known phenomena. This is um, what I've heard with tempered glass. I mean, there's so much pressure that it gets energy, fractures yeah. and then bang, it just it just goes. And any sort of minor, yeah. Well, uh, the good thing was that I I'd removed the glass and it was away from all the machines, so it okay. actually shattered away from the machines. So yeah, I was, was very was pleased. Pain for Jeff, I think, finding uh, little bits of glass. Yeah, nothing. No. Nothing, nothing inside the machine at all. So that was really good. So that was you, my Join week. The club. Yeah, there you go. You know, two members now that I'm aware of. <laughs> so, so there you go. So is that it, Stacey? I think so. Well, it is. You have been amazing yet again. Thank you very, Thank much, you very for much for having me. Coming Thanks on. to Ryan for not being here. <laughs> yes. I will send him your regards. Um, <laughs> and and next week, hopefully, we will have a another special guest. If you do want to get in touch with us, um, go to our Facebook um, site, go to Twitter at H2H Pinball, email us at headtoheadpinball at gmail.com, and our Instagram is headtoheadpinball. So... Thank you again, Stacey, and thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will speak to you again next week. Bye. Bye now. And when he looked into the skies, he couldn't believe his ears or eyes. Litzville is the cook-cook-cookiest. Litzville is the kick-cook-cookiest. Litzville is the cook-cook-cookiest. Litzville is the living and friend. If you get a chance to go, go there. You'll be glad you did, because everybody who goes to Litzville really flips his lip. Oh, how's that for a chopper?